so um hello use both of them hello okay um can you please say your name in your year at antioch hi i'm uh i'm sorry i was about to grab them <laughs> uh ashawn allen and uh i'm a third year third year okay so um thank you for meeting with me very short notice very sorry about that oh, no, okay. <laughs> um so the very first question how do you feel about the statement race is not real hmm when i think about that i think about um kind of a this whole idea of it which was has been brought up multiple times of a melting pot and how uh, people say, yeah, we could just blend everything together and it's all one thing. And um, I do believe on a soul level, we are humans. And that's what it comes down to. Uh, not as much on race, but the fact is our culture, our society, uh, this dream that we're in is so built around race and things like that. And so... In order to survive, it is a little tougher to, uh, it's, it's not a good thing to say that race doesn't exist because it is so deeply uh, implemented into our society. But yeah, like I said, I think of it as a human way. And uh, if there was any other way uh, that our society was more accepting of that, uh, just us being humans, then I'd yeah, say race is not as important. But yeah, with the society that we're in, race is very important. So if I hear you correctly, you're saying like, idealistically, you want to say race should not matter. But then within the reality of the situation in our current society, race is very evident. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 How um, other other rhetorics that I've heard are that like, my race and my culture are very important to me and I want them to be real to other people. How do you feel about that concept? Um, I totally agree on that. And uh, for me, I really, I respect my culture and my heritage, my race and everything. Like, it's, I love being who I am. And, uh, and I think everybody should really love who they are. And it shouldn't be a kind of... Um, I guess, I don't know, negative attitude to who you are and where your ancestors came from and things like that. It's very important to know your history and um, how you came to be and things like that. And so, yeah, accepting and also, um, I guess, celebrating who you are is important. And, uh, yeah, I, I full 100% support that. <laughs> What does it mean to have culture to you? Hmm. To have culture. I guess to have culture. I don't really know. I don't think I've really sat down and thought about that one as much. <laughs> That's like a. That's okay. I might have to sit back and think about that one. I want to come back to that one later, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Um, so, what? but, okay, so just culture in general, but negating that, what are your feelings or thoughts on the POC culture at Antioch? Hmm. I feel that 
POC culture on Antioch's campus, uh, I feel sometimes, um, like many things uh, in the country, our state of the country, I think some things are very much, uh, I'm trying to find the word, it's like not numbed, but like uh, pushed to the side almost, um, as if race doesn't exist in a way. Our, what I'm trying to say is like the culture uh, that race brings and uh, people bring is kind of uh, placed to the side because being a minority coming here as a POC uh, coming here uh, to a majority white campus, I feel like sometimes it's hard to uh, celebrate your culture and things like that. And um, you have to adapt almost. And uh, it's only until maybe like later or something you might uh maybe you do keep your culture but uh it's i don't know poc culture here is kind of it's a little mixed up i guess it's kind of like there's people who celebrate their culture here and then a lot of people or some people who hide their culture here and so I can't speak on everybody but um for me culture is prevalent but it's not um always shown I guess so yeah mm -hmm. until you really get to know the person or people around you and stuff like that I I feel on the outer views of like when you first get to meet someone uh here it's kind of just yeah put to the side in some ways unless they're first coming here and they like bringing that culture just like <laughs> and yeah all that but it yeah that adapting uh definitely changes it so what was the process i mean i'm assuming you're speaking from also your own experience so i must did you what was the process like for adapting to this culture from your own culture um well, overall, there was, like, even more. It was <laughs> coming from a big high school to a small high school. That culture alone was a big change. And um, then also just kind of celebrating me. But the thing was, I didn't really know who I was first coming here. And um, a lot of the times I, find, I found myself, and I still do sometimes, where uh, trying to please everyone and... Um, it wasn't until about my third co-op, yeah, until I was like, this is me, like, I mean, my first co-op, I was really like, this is me, but I had to remind myself, um, and being able to be alone with myself, uh, really helped me to see that I got some, like, there's some culture and everything, and, like, now I able to celebrate who I am even more because I know more about myself, my family and um, things like that and so I think it really comes down to really knowing like I said before uh, knowing more about you and yourself and then also um, your past people in the past like your family and uh, yeah, relatives so yeah
Do you feel as though POC group has helped you not only feel like you can adapt in a comfortable way, but also celebrate your culture? Uh, yes, I do. I do feel that um, there's a lot of love and respect. And uh, because of that, it helps uh, with further enhancing that feeling of uh, acceptance and everything and uh, with celebrating who you are. And that's a really cool thing. I think that's really cool. And I think it should be taken um, outside of this college because I know for sure sometimes there's people around that are like, yeah, it's totally opposite. And uh, if only people knew uh, what it's truly like to celebrate yourself. So, What is that like to celebrate yourself? Happiness. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's also like other emotions that come with it too. And it's kind of like, it's just like euphoric, I guess, um, in a way, for me at least, um, celebrating myself. And so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I also agree. Like, I, because um, I just, you know, first year, whatever, but coming in, like, there's a sense of appreciation I felt within just being there and not even doing anything like that significant, but just like mm-hmm. everyone looks at each other and smiles, like, and mm-hmm. we're doing stuff because we want to be there, you yeah. know? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um, so, in your opinion, what kind of social constructs do you feel contribute to racism on our campus? Hmm. I think two things. Uh, one thing is this culture that's coming up of animosity, or I guess like anonymous kind of um, actions. And uh, because of that, and the lack of, um, I guess, well, now recently more things have been being in place uh, to fight against these kinds of things. Uh, but the ability to anonymously do an action without a response um, kind of originally, I guess, caused a lot of that. And then also, I feel a lot of this stuff deals with also just our culture with, with an, and anonymous stuff, um, things like Facebook and putting drama up on Facebook. I, I, I could go on for days on like how I feel um, social media affects us on a psychological level where we feel we can, well, there's people who uh, will like what we say. And um, a lot of people are getting their voices heard over social media, which can be good and sometimes bad. And, and um, not even bad, but just like, it's not a positive uh, out view um, on the world. And that's kind of that whole anonymous thing. But um, I guess another feeling with it is just like how fast things are going all the time. Um, with our quarter system the way it is, uh, we're constantly on the move. And this kind of has to do with 
hot. Things not always being solved in that moment. And because there's people coming and there's people going. And so we always have like nothing's ever really gets solved here, I feel. And a lot of it is that energy, that bad energy gets left. And uh, I feel a lot of the times energy definitely affects a lot of people here. And um, all of that, like, just seeing people getting so dejected and, like, just down, um, yeah, it causes that negative action and everything. And um, if we really had more time to, like, sit and think <laughs> about the actions that have occurred and, like, be able to really uh go through everything that has occurred and i don't know i'm saying like the same words right now but okay don't worry but, about um, it. it's all gonna be edited like just speak your mind yeah but if we have more of that uh ability to sit and think through things i feel there would be less of these anonymous talks but i can't say because some people that's just the way they operate and um we can't change uh, everyone, and uh, if anyone, <laughs> uh, but they may learn something. That's the only thing. So yeah. So if I understand what you're saying correctly, you're saying like the construct of animosity um, on our campus is perpetuated by the fact that people are coming and going constantly and like something can happen and they can leave it right away is that what you're saying somewhat yeah that and then also uh the whole culture of social media on our campus as well also perpetuates it uh so yeah i would never gotten that answer as of yet but i think that was a good one <laughs> um okay so Please explain in your own words the POC Day of Disappearance action um, and whether or not you felt it was impactful. Hmm. The Day of Disappearance action. I feel it was more impactful for the people who were involved um, in it, in the whole day of disappearance. Uh, I felt it very much impacted from that. And uh, I learned so much from the faculty and or people who were involved and everything. And um, it was, and just being around people of color and being able to express our opinions on the situation um, I don't know if it was as impactful for people not involved. I don't think most people really even were consciously aware of the situation that even occurred uh, with people disappearing for the day. Uh, so I'm not too sure. Um, but the day of disappearance was kind of like, do you want like a explanation of what happened in my own words as well? Um, we got to people of color got together and uh we talked about our feelings on like the housing and things like that but also 
getting a better understanding of each other's understanding i guess on the matter and um i think it was very informational it was a very good like session um to gain a better understanding of what everybody was feeling uh and including like faculty and staff and whose uh voices hadn't really been heard before then and uh kind of coming out of that I feel like the two things I took out of that whole day of disappearance was for one don't assume and then two if you got a question go to the source and ask the question um yeah and you just do that (laughs) and you might not like the answer that comes out but now you know um what's really going down and um yeah it's kind of just some lifelong things that i just took from that those two things i was like yeah just reinforced my thinking on the world so yeah i definitely agree like um a lot of people like i said there's a common rhetoric amongst a lot of people especially on that day of that it was impactful for us being there um and everyone got to experience hearing each other's voices and speaking. Mm-hmm. But why do you think, I mean, we, I feel like we've tried to do that many times throughout this campus's life. Why, why was it that it was that day of people gr- meeting together and speaking that was productive and impactful on people of color? Like what, what was different about that day to you? I think, and this isn't to put it on any other the days that we've had but it was a willingness to listen uh, to each other's uh, feelings and uh, really like consciously listen and um, sit and like yeah talk through all that and that's kind of just I think that's it's such a simple thing to be in the in that way but it's it's very important um, to really just consciously listen and um, not say anything, just listen to what is being said. And then from there, um, discussing. And also the fact that it was all day, <laughs> that also uh, caused a lot or changed a lot uh, with that. And like I feel when we're consciously listening, there's less of a heated feeling or like a anger towards I mean there may be still anger towards things but um there's more understanding and respect for one another I'm gonna go a little bit further why do you think we were all willing to listen to each other on that day of disappearance two weeks ago (laughs) (laughs) um because I think that was the time it was the timing of things like the fact that um this is an important part of the school uh, being able to come together for a certain thing, a topic that was, which was the housing, and then also all the the list of things that were needing to be handled. And um, I guess knowing that there probably wouldn't be any other day <laughs> besides that day to uh, really talk and listen 
and uh, really understand because we had to make an action right then or right after that. And um, yeah, like if we had waited a few more days, it would have been a totally different response by uh, higher up and everything. And um, I don't know if we'd be in the same position we are in today. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry I kept asking you. I was just trying to get to it. <laughs> um, okay, so this wasn't a question on the actual sheet, so feel free if you don't want to answer this. I'm sorry, I should, I should have asked you before. Um, but how do you feel about the word itself, segregation? Um, I don't... The thing is, I really don't like when people use that because it's a tool um, to use against uh, any form of what we're trying to do. And it's a different thing. Like segregation is a force. Like you're forcing somebody to be in a separate um, environment and you are against that race and things like that. And um, I feel when people use segregation, it has such a negative history and um i mean that's not what we're trying to get at at all and so um whenever it's used of course it puts it down it puts down what we're trying to do um it gives it a negative light and uh i feel like it's more important to see what we're doing is we're trying to create something that's support. Um, it's not segregation. It's it's a way to support um, someone. There's a need, and in order to support that need, you got to give the people the support. <laughs> you got to yeah, you got to give support. And um, I think that's just the most important piece. It's a human thing, like. Uh, yeah just support and they said if there's a need there yeah there should be support and uh doesn't matter if it's poc or white student it's got to be some support system like in place for anybody and um just the fact that it has poc in it <laughs> doesn't mean it should be any less like and that's the the thing like if it was used in a uh well, it probably would be used, actually. Maybe it would. <laughs> I don't know if it was all white students or something. Uh, the word segregation. I, I feel like it's because it's not white students, honestly. Like, yeah. I don't... It's not something brought up. Like, you don't say segregation commonly. That's not just... Uh, that's yeah. not common vernacular, you no. know? So, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel you on that. And I, it's weird, because... Um, yeah, there's a lot of segregation, so <laughs> in the world, but it's like in the history uh, against many different races and things like that, and I kind of find it funny because uh, they always talk about how not segregation, but uh, <laughs> but the um, 